Hey, it's your friend Hillary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and empowerment. So are you ready to step outside of your comfort zone to challenge the norms and achieve extraordinary things? If you are, you're in the right place. Each week, I'll either unpack stories of other incredible women just like you who dare to dream big and turn those dreams into reality, or I'll have a topic that will leave you wanting to take action. I'm here to fuel your ambition, ignite your passion, and push you to reach the heights you never thought possible. So whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, nurturing a family, or chasing a personal dream, this podcast is your guide to getting you to achieve what it is you want in life. So grab your headphones, take a deep breath, and let's go, because we don't just dream it, we have to do it. It's time, ladies, to embrace your power and bounce back better together. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Hey, today we're talking about habits, how those tiny changes that we can implement into our life can change our life in an amazing way and like a tremendous trajectory. So you've tuned in and I'm so glad you're here. We are so close to 2024 and I'm kind of excited for 2024. I love a new year. I love it as an opportunity to for me, make change, implement new things. It gets me excited. I don't know why, and it's only a date change, but for me, it I don't know. I think I see it as an opportunity to do things that I don't normally do. It's almost like I clear the page and think, okay, who do I want to be this year? You know, what do I want to have achieved? As in for myself, who is the future me by the end of 2024? And do you do that? That is a great question to ask yourself. Who do you want to be by the end of this year? What do you want to look like? How do you want to feel? What do you want to know? What do you want to achieve? There's more than just ticking those goal boxes of I climbed Mount Everest, (laughs) if that was your sort of goal you're heading toward. On a deeper level, it is really about who do you want to be? What do you want to have changed? What do you not like about your life right now that you think, I could tweak that. This could be better. And it doesn't have to be humongous. It doesn't have to be the Mount Everest climb. It can be something small. It could be I want to learn a new language. I have a friend over in New Zealand. She's learning Te Reo. And well done you for doing that in your own time. And as you compound that, as you spend that time on a regular basis learning, over time, you will learn Te Reo. For those who don't know, Te Reo is the Māori language. But it's exciting to think that we have so much opportunity in front of us here, available to us here right now on this earth. And we need to make the most of it. So I want you to feel inspired by this episode and really begin to think, what is it that I want for myself in 2024? And then we're going to walk through how you can simply do it. And I want this to feel, by the end of it, you feel on your inner core that, oh my gosh, I can so do this. So it's a great time, as I said, heading into that new year, new you, new year, new you. What about that? And all we need to do is form a few new habits. Because you have the power to do that. And I think when we when we understand or talk about habits, I don't think we give it, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Give it the power. We don't give them the power that they deserve. So what actually are small habits? When we think about it, what, what do you think about? Because really we're thinking about some form of change, but we often think about the grand gestures, the bigger things, life's overhauls. But the secret, uh are you ready for the secret? The secret to long-lasting change is just very small, seemingly insignificant daily routines. 
very tiny. Because when you make something so big, a massive change, say you were going to go from eating meat to a vegetarian, that's a big change. And many people have done it. I've done it myself on occasions. Every now and then I throw in vegetarian into my life and then, you know, get sick of it after a while. But that could be a big change for you and it could cause overwhelm. So how could you do things so they're not so overwhelming? Well, that's it. I already gave you the answer. The power is in the small stuff, very small. I had a friend, a client actually, Ange, and she swapped her morning social media scroll that she used to get out of bed and scroll through her phone for meditation. We just talked about it. She was spending a lot of time on her phone and she said, I just feel like I'm losing control and I'm not sort of achieving much. It wasn't that she gave up her phone all the time. We just started with that. How about we leave the phone somewhere else and instead of scrolling straight away, you spend five minutes of your day meditating. And it was such a tiny shift, but it was within weeks that she felt amazed at how much better she was focused and she felt a lot more calm in her day. Wow. When we unpacked that, we just were both blown away at her feeling. And that was something so small to do. So once she got used to doing it on a regular basis, it became her new normal. And it was no longer a thing she had to remember to do or try to do. And that's the thing with the habit. Initially, we feel like we're trying or we have to remember. But over time or after a small amount of time, it just becomes so normal we don't even know we're doing it. So could you do that? Could you even switch something like that for maybe stretching for five minutes? How do you think your body would feel if you just spent five minutes stretching? What's something that you do in the morning that you could replace with five minutes stretching? What could it be? Is it just sitting sitting down and chatting? I mean, my partner and I, we sit on the balcony every morning and have a good old yarn about what we're doing for the day and it's kind of our little meeting. But I probably could spend some of that time stretching as you know, we lose 10% of our flexibility every year. It would be a, a great opportunity for me to do that. I'm not saying it's one of mine, but I'm planting the seed for you. Maybe that's something that you need, is it? That's a great question. I remember when I first did my first bodybuilding competition and I really understood what I had to do diet-wise. And since then, I've really been a low-carb eater. Carbs have never really crept back into my life consistently. I'm not saying I don't eat them, but after that, and that was a long time ago, you know, a long, long time ago, but I've always been a low-carb eater from that day. And then as I've gotten older, I've realized that they actually don't make me feel very, very good at all. They make my body quite acidic and I get achy. So if I eliminate them or reduce them heavily, I feel so much better. And that's just become a habit over time. It's just my go-to normal. I don't feel resentful about it. I don't have to make an effort. And sure, if I want them, I'll go eat them. But it's just a new habit. It's my way of being without even thinking about it. So why do you think they matter? Why focus on the small changes? What are your thoughts on that? Well, the reason is that the monumental changes, like I said, can just be so intimidating and unsustainable. So the small ones are so much more manageable. And as they accumulate, they just have the ability to create significant transformation. And there is no overwhelm. And that would probably be when we feel those big changes, 
It's the overwhelm of having to do something consistently that causes us to give up. I had uh, another client, I've got to remember I've worked with many, many, many hundreds of people and she didn't drink enough water and she knew she didn't and she had skin issues, just it wasn't great her skin and so her little habit that she was implementing was a glass of water first thing in the morning. I think over time she ended up adding a little bit of lemon juice into that because she sort of became a little bit more interested in her health but she noticed improved energy, her skin cleared up and she felt amazing. And then what that did is it made her want to do that more often, like implement a new change and understand health and understand what water does and understand what adding lemon juice can do to your water. She just went that step further, but it wasn't until she had grasped that habit so hard, so heavily, that it was the future her. So who could the future you be? Again, another great question for me to ask you. Who could it be? As you're listening to this, what thoughts are going through your head? Is it stretching? Is it meditating? Is it water? What is it that you would like to do? Because things compound over time. And once it's a habit, you don't even know you're doing it anymore. And if you're replacing something else, it just becomes that new normal. And new normals, what a great time to start them. 2024, I just, I'm fizzing. I can't wait to sit down and decide what my new normal will be. Yeah, I'm excited. So how do we do it? How do we start? What do we do to, to start that new habit? I gave, gave away the answer there. We have to identify what it is that we want. And it could be a big thing. I worked with somebody over the past year who lost an incredible amount of weight, well over 20 kilos. And they were just small steps that became very normal for her. So could that be something you need to do by implementing small steps, especially around, you know, health or fitness even? Is there something you could do? Because those two are really simple to make small steps. Even like I said, the glass of water, perfect. You know, if it's exercise. And for a lot of people, consistent exercise is difficult. What could it be? that makes you want to or stick with exercising? Because we all want it, right? We all want to feel fit. I mean, it could just start with 10 jumping jacks or 10 burpees in the morning. It's not about the intensity. It's about getting that habit ready and becoming consistent. Or about adding an extra vegetable to your meal at night and maybe reducing something else, reducing something that you probably could do without. Maybe for me, I could just do without that glass of wine and I could have extra vegetables to be serious. I do not even think I could have extra vegetables. I eat so many vegetables, it's ridiculous. It's huge. In fact, yeah, my plate is just chocker full of healthy vegetables daily. But instead of thinking you, and let's go back on that. I didn't start like that. That is something I love now. I've trained myself to want that. And say so I've been unhealthy, maybe I've been out a couple of times and it's a Sunday night and I'm feeling really unhealthy. I just want a huge salad. I just want to eat a massive salad or just a huge bowl of steamed vegetables. And that is something I will do. So how do we make it? We do consistently do it. Well, there's a couple of things, but I'm going to tell you now, don't underestimate the power of a tick list because that's something I do on a very regular basis. I create a little spreadsheet. And I just tick off every day when I've done the thing I want to do. 
So I might have a few on my list and I want to be consistent. And they're always so small. These little things like maybe it says, remember to take my multivitamins because we all have those sitting in the cupboard that we're not eating. It might say, remember to to stretch or do, sometimes I'll put on there 100 sit-ups a day. So I'll just have it. I'll print it out and I'll, I'll go, I'm doing this for one month. But they're just little things that aren't that difficult. I go to the gym most days anyway. So it's just a reminder to just do 100 quick crunches at some point during my workout. But it makes it, uh, it's that reward thing that we love and it makes it easier. You think of children, we do that all the time. We give them those little star charts on the fridge and we all love to be rewarded. We all love to be told we're doing it well. You know, when you feel really good about yourself and you're doing it for yourself, that just makes us feel great and it keeps us on track. And that's what we want. We want to be kept on track. We do not want to be berating ourselves at all. We don't want that. We do that enough in life as it is, my friend. I want you to start loving you in 2024. Like I love me in 2024. That could be on the mirror for the first week. As a reminder, I love me 2024. It'd be good if we made that rhyme in some way. So how do we anchor these? And anchoring habits is something that we, most of us know about, but how to anchor it as in how do we make it so it's solid? And we do that by attaching it to another habit, by piggybacking. And so it makes it a lot easier to do until, like I said, it becomes your new normal. James Clear talks about this. And the dude that wrote about habits before that, he talked about this as well. Don't remember his name. But I had a friend, she wanted to read more. And oh, that's also me. I want to read more as well. <laughs> but to do that, what she did was just put the book beside her bed. And every night she read one page. And I, you've got to be careful on that one because I do it too. I put it there and then it just becomes a dust collector. So for me, I'd have to put the book on the bed. So I have a night routine where I take my cushion pillows off and put my actual sleeping pillows on. And then I sort of pull my bed back and then I go and have a shower, which is kind of crazy. But th- I could add it there. I could then put the book right then on my bed there because otherwise when I get into bed, it's so much easier to do something else, maybe grab the phone or maybe flick on TV or maybe you just go straight to sleep, whatever that is for you. Generally, I'll put some sort of podcast or something in my ears and set it on for 30 minutes or so. Or actually, I'm I'm pretty partial to the book Spare. (laughs) There's a long story around that. But well, I'll tell you actually. So I've got a bit of a crazy brain that doesn't slow down or stop. And to let myself go to sleep or to allow myself that, I don't know, stopping the monkey brain, I call it, if I'm not sort of exhausted and going to be passing out straight away, what I'll do is put on the Spear book by Prince Harry because he has a very monotone voice. So his voice is kind of like this and it's quite soft. And I find it, it puts me to sleep and I don't find the book all that interesting. So it's not sparking my interest because if I was going to put on a podcast, I'd want to listen and it would get my attention and and I would stay awake. So I generally put that book on every day and it puts me to sleep. And if I woke up in the night, because the dog wakes me up a few times a night, she's old now, I will do that. I'll just put that book on and I go back to sleep within seconds. It's a yeah, spare. So anyone who has trouble going to sleep, I recommend downloading the book or buying the book Spare online. And yeah, it's a great sleeper. You don't actually even listen to it. So yeah, cheers for that, Prince Harry. It was useful after all. So like I said, by putting that book there and just choosing to read one page over time, that compounds. You get to tick that list that you created for yourself if you do that, but you will feel better about yourself and you'll finish a book. And the 
absolutely amazing thing is about that is over time, you'll finish many books. So what do we do when we the wheels come off? Because, you know, it's life and the wheels do come off, don't they? That's just how it is. So what do we do when the wheels come off and we falter? Because, you know, we are human and things happen and we forget or something else comes up or our routine gets out of whack. And even now going into the holidays for many people, this is the time when routines can go out of whack. Well, we've got to remember that we're not perfect. And we did do that podcast the other day. And it's about progress, isn't it? We've got to progress. We don't have to be perfect. So if you miss a day, shake it off. Just think, okay, I missed a day. Tomorrow's a new opportunity to build that better version of you, to build the future you, to build who you want to be by the end of the year. And you've got to remember that it's okay to fail or miss a day. Because if we give ourselves that we promise that let's miss one day, but we don't miss two, we really make the effort not to miss two, well, then it'll happen. It absolutely will happen. I promise you it will happen. If you've got three wines in the book, I talk about uh, one of the goals was planning a financial future. And I talk about the goal that somebody made, which was to not buy their lunch every day and make their lunch and save that money. Can you imagine over time how much money you would save if you didn't buy your lunch every day? And who even does buy their lunch every day? Not me. I've never done that. I just couldn't, but I'm sure people do. But maybe it's not lunch. Maybe it's that coffee every morning. And if you think about it, you know, $6, that's $30 a week at least on coffee. Could you just cut that back to just two or three days a week or do something where you were to put that money in a jar that you could see it? Because when you can see something or even put it into a bank account and you can see it, and a lot of the new bank apps now have that facility where you can have that saving, you could actually name your account, I didn't have coffee, and put it in there, you will gain momentum from your results. But you will see that. You will see those results. And when you start seeing results, wow, do you gain momentum. Now, I remember when, because I lost close to 40 kilos once, and it was the momentum that kept me going. So initially, we, and especially if you're a bigger person, like I was close to 100 kilos. So when you start losing weight, you can't even see it. It's not until, you know, you start getting a bit further down that you actually start to notice. And so it's really difficult to get inspired by or, you know, latch onto that momentum when you can't see results. But when the results come, holy heckers, do they motivate you? And so for me, my initial because I couldn't see the difference at the beginning. So minor, you know, you lose, you can probably lose up to five kilos when you're that big and it's not really that noticeable. So I did use the scales as my, as my follow, as my check-in for my momentum. And then once I could start noticing, wow, did that make a difference? But it's that persistence. So I absolutely persisted on a, you know, nonstop and got there, but that momentum and the new habits that happened over time, because I didn't go from eating, oh my gosh, I ate an awful lot of pixie caramels back then, and because I love chocolate and caramel together when I used to, and I ate an awful lot of bad food, you know, pies and crap food like that, but that's not even in my world now, nor is it something that I would want, but if I did want it, I would have it, or I do make it a treat, so I make sure I do have the treats or the things that I do want. 
So what about you? What is that thing that you might want to do for 2024? Is it something to do with property development? Is it something to do with investing money? Is it something to do with saving money? Is it a health thing? Would you like to eat better? Would you like to be fitter? Is it a friendship thing? Do you need to go out there and hang out with some cool people? Is it a business thing? Oh my gosh, I love business. I absolutely love business. So is it a business thing? Do you need to start a new business? Do you need to grow a business that you already have? What is it for you? What is that thing? Is it a relationship? Do you need to find one? Because it's completely possible. But there are things that you have to do to make any of those things happen. And it's really by deciding what it is that you want. Remember, it's not climb Mount Everest here. The end goal for five years could be climb Mount Everest, but let's put it right back. Let's just say you wanted to start a business in 2024 alongside whatever it is that you already do. So what do you need to do consistently to do that? And maybe for you, it's, okay, I need to consistently research something and maybe it's 10 minutes a day researching what that thing could be. And then once you've researched enough about it, and maybe that's a social media platform, you need to know how to use them you know, more effectively, more efficiently. But if you did that for 10 minutes a day, you probably start liking it and maybe you could move to 15 minutes a day. What do you think would change by the end of a week? What do you think you could have learned by the end of that one week? Trust me, you would have learned a bucket load. And then once that's a habit, it's 10 minutes a day is always spent doing something. Eventually that 10 minutes a day could be working through your social media platform of choice and you know, actively being on it to grow whatever it is that you're growing, if you're selling something or whatever, or it could be learning how to create a Shopify website. Perhaps you want to sell something online and you could spend 10 minutes a day learning how to do that. And before you know it, seriously, within weeks, you're on. You're game on. How good's that? What about cheersies? I think that's Australia and New Zealand. What if you were to play around with that and learn about it? It would be that 10 minutes a day would make a huge difference. In fact, if we go with the 1% rule, remember that? That's 14 minutes a day is the 1% rule because 1% of your day is 14 minutes. Could you give 14 minutes of your day to something? Could it be 14 minutes a day to reading? 14 minutes a day to learning something new for that language you want to learn? Because like I've said over and over, it's about you compounding nonstop and you'll get there. So. I'm about to wrap this one up, but I want you to have a really good think about what it is, who is you, who's the future you for 2024, and just make a decision that you can be her. Reach out to me and let me know what you decide. I am so grateful as always that you listen. Please share this with somebody. The only way that more people can be inspired, hopefully, by by what I have to say is if you share it. So I would love for you to do that. I'd really appreciate it. And one last thing. As per usual, remember, text a friend and tell them how amazing they are because encouragement is just so useful. I totally believe that you can do, have, or be anything you want and crikey. If I'm not limiting an example of that, then who is? You can't go from single mum on a benefit weighing, you know, around 100 kilos to doing some amazing things that I get to do now. But it all happened because I planned it and I made little habits around it and then I got there. So I want you to know that you can do the same. Whatever it is that you want, you can do way more, have or be way more 
than you are if that is what you want. So my friends, text a friend, tell them how much you appreciate them, love them, or admire them, whatever it is. Just make them feel good because if we all do that on a regular basis, we just have a better world to live in. Okay, I'm wrapping this one up. And the next podcast out will be 2024. I'm so freaking excited. I've got my new journal ready. I'm about to sit down and start thinking what it is that I want to do for myself for next year. Alrighty, I will catch you in 2024.